Welcome to the OIS Podcast, where you get candid conversations with the leaders and drivers of ophthalmic innovation. And now, here's our host, Tom Salemi. Hi, welcome back to the OIS Podcast. This is Tom Salemi, your host. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, If you tuned in last week, you heard from J. Michael Pearson, the CEO of Valiant. Uh, He gave the keynote address at OIS in San Diego, and he focused the talk on innovation. Uh, He, in his message, suggested that the the better source of innovation are the small companies, the researchers, the entrepreneurs, the KOLs who are leading the ophthalmology sector. And he pledged that Valiant would continue to spend time and capital uh, to help those new technologies grow. But we continue the innovation talk today. Uh, at the end of that uh, that very same conference, we had our Masters of the Universe panel, in which the CEOs of AMO and Alcon and Zeiss uh, joined Mr. Pearson to talk about many issues, uh, innovation being one of them. Today, we're going to uh, we're going to poll the other leaders in ophthalmology and hear how they view innovation for their own leading companies. Jeff George assumed the role as president of Alcon just over a year ago, and in the panel discussion, he said ultimately it is all about innovation, and he acknowledged that the uh, innovative pipeline at Alcon may have lagged the past five to ten years, but uh, but it's really ramping up. It's uh, focusing on mid to long term areas, uh, including retina, dry eye, and the premium IOL space. Uh, it's gone from nine projects that it had last June up to 25. So uh, Mr. George suggested that uh, big companies can indeed innovate. Actually, if it's done in the right way, you can do early stage innovation well in, in big companies. I look at Novartis and, you know, on the pharmaceutical side, uh, you know, the majority of our revenues today were developed, you know, in-house early stage products like Dive-In with six billion in peak sales or Gleevec at four and a half billion in peak sales or Tisigna and Affinitor and uh, in cancer or even new products like LCZ or LCZ, which, you know, is going to be a multi-billion dollar chronic heart failure product or Cosentix and autoimmune, which was just approved. So I come at it from a philosophy of saying, looking at the room here and what you do is absolutely critical. I'm agnostic as to whether, you know, we're developing it, you know, within Alcon or with you. And, you know, as we, I think Laurent talked a little bit on the panel earlier, there's a tremendous amount of collaboration that we do with scientists and engineers uh, and startup companies in the room. Ludwin Montz, the president and CEO of Zeiss, uh, said that the key to innovating or innovation for his company is networking. It's networking within the company, making sure all departments are uh, moving in the same direction. And of course, it's networking at events like OIS, uh, where companies like Zeiss can can meet and connect with uh, leading KOLs and investors and entrepreneurs to ensure, again, that the new ideas and the freshest ideas uh, are being identified and uh, and supported when necessary. But Ludwin Muntz opened up his discussion, pointing out that Zeiss is no stranger to innovation. It's actually true that innovation is uh, key to Zeiss, and let me explain why. Uh, Zeiss is a very old company. Actually, it's um, 170 years old, and we've been in medical technology for more than 100 years. And what our customers know us for is actually innovation. And there's a long series of firsts of things that Zeiss brought to ophthalmology, and let me just mention some. Um, The slit lamp was introduced to the market by Zeiss. Um, Surgical microscope was invented by Zeiss. 
uh, OCT was brought to the market first by Zeiss. Um, optical biometry was invented by Zeiss, and even we talked about that earlier today, the trifocal uh, IOL was brought to the market first by Zeiss, and there are actually many more. So that's what our customers know us for, and this is why innovation is so important to our company. What we focus on is um, patient outcome. We focus on efficacy, on safety, for a very simple reason. Our marketing is about facts. Murthy Simambatla, Senior Vice President of Abbott Medical Optics, also cited IOLs as an area of interest for, for his company. They're also looking at uh, improving efficiencies and in, in, uh, operations in the operating room. But he identified one particular area uh, that's just dying uh, for innovation, and it's an area that AMO is focusing on. The one big unmet need where I think industry has stagnated quite a bit is in LASIK technology. There just hasn't been uh, uh, a lot of new innovation, particularly in the United States, uh, in LASIK. So uh, we made a conscious decision to uh, invest the most we have in uh, almost a decade in uh, re-energizing LASIK. Jim Mazo, the chairman and CEO of AccuFocus, was moderating the panel, and he directed a question, an interesting question, toward Bill Link, uh, OIS co-chair and, of course, uh, partner at Versant Ventures. Why, uh, Jim asked, can't large companies uh, learn to fail fast as smaller companies are forced to do? Why can't they pull the plug on a project early on uh, when they see that things aren't going their way? I think they can at a project level. And, you know, there's, a, there's an honest difference if you have a portfolio of projects in a single entity and then you're measuring the progress and, and uh, performance of all those projects. And one of my uh, biggest setbacks as a decision maker at Chiron Vision is I killed a project because it was in trouble at budget time. And we redeployed capital, and later I regretted it because it was a worthy project that later uh, reemerged in a private company and did beautifully well. Um, and so one of my learnings as a maybe a leader, business uh, uh, leader in that setting is you have to be really thoughtful when, when you're dealing across a portfolio because every project... Every project will have its ups and downs, and it's, it's uh, awful if the down is at budget time. And in this last comment, we'll turn back to Mr. Pearson, who of course spoke extensively about innovation in our last OIS podcast. This time, uh, Mr. Pearson was asked about integration. Uh, what does Valiant do when it identifies a company uh, and acquires a company and makes it part of Valiant? Uh, the company's approach to incorporating uh, new personnel and new technology uh, is definitely worth listening to. In terms of the actual integration, um, uh, we continue to learn. Um, not all integrations go smoothly. Um, we were lucky in the B&L uh, integration. I think it went pretty well. Some of the things we've learned is we tend not to touch anything that, cu- that touches the customer. So when we bought B&L, we made a commitment uh, internally and externally that we were not going to change our sales forces. So we have not changed... There's been no no sales representative or anyone facing the customer that is, has has left our organization unless they're, they're either not performing or they choose to leave. Which which uh, so that's very important. Um, uh, we get things 
the back office we take care of very quickly. We try to make decisions very quickly. Um, a lot of companies integrate things over years, and we try to integrate them over months or days um, and get our focus back on the customer and not have our people worrying about, will I have a job in three months? Um, I'm sure we make some decisions that are wrong by moving so quickly, but I'd rather make a wrong decision and fix it later than uh, make no decision at all. I hope you enjoyed this uh, conversation uh, between the leaders in ophthalmology. It's uh, it's a regular feature at our iOS conferences. We'll have another Masters of the Universe panel uh, hosted by Jim Mazo at our OIS uh, at AAO coming up in November. So if you'd like to see this in person, go to ois.net to register. If you have a company that you feel should be presenting in front of these uh, these folks, go to ois.net and fill out an application for presenting companies. And we'll see you in Las Vegas. OIS is now accepting applications for presenting companies. Share your technology and clinical data with over 800 industry executives, investors, and key opinion-leading ophthalmologists. To be considered for the Ophthalmology Innovation Showcase, apply online at www.ois.net forward slash application.